This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. I'm Pastor Abel. I am the children's director. And um, I always tell people I get paid to play. Um, and you have to play. Just in case you don't know where you are, and this is what we're talking about. We were talking about kingdom, and kingdom is to me, it's a realm. And here's the thing about this realm of his presence, whether you like it or not, According to Psalm 1611, this realm is filled with his joy, flooded with his joy. One translation says, in his presence is total, complete celebration. Why would he be celebrating in you? This is a question. Why would God be celebrating in you? I'll tell you why. Because his dream came true. Our dreams are big homes and Maybe it'd be a movie star. His dream is he just wanted you and he got it. He got it. He has you right where he wants you, whether you like it or not. And I think a lot of us in here are so distracted by the natural realm and we're not enjoying this realm of being the beloved of what Jesus really did. Talking about the kingdom realm, the realm to me, I'll say it again, is a kingdom and in John 17, you, you hear the heart of the Father. You hear Jesus pray this prayer. And Jesus only, okay, how many of you have ever had a prayer not answered, right? How many of you just, if I can just get you to believe this one thing, how many of you believe if anyone got his prayer answered, it would be Jesus? How many of you can just believe that tonight? Because if you can just start there, oh man, dude, Christianity, we're there, we're there. Because in John 17, he prayed this prayer. Father, I pray that they would be in me, I would be in them, that we would be one. And the same love you have for me, they would know I have for them. And then when he said, it is finished, he got his prayer answered. And I want to start tonight by reading, this is just, listen to me, Romans 5, verse 2, this is in the mirror translation, just listen to this. Jesus is God's grace embrace of the entire human race. So here we are standing tall in the joyful bliss of our redeemed innocence. We are God's dream come true. So I have a question for you. If God got his dream to come true by living in you, I just have this question. Are you enjoying you? Are you enjoying him loving you? Are you actually taking delight in loving him? The Bible says to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the what? Desires of your heart. That word delight means to take pleasure in. To actually enjoy. In your heart of hearts, can you tell me you enjoyed him tonight? You can answer me yes or no. That's great. But, but this is the beautiful thing about God. You don't ever, ever, ever arrive. We're all amateurs in here. We're all amateurs Even Paul said that I might know, that I might know the limitless, surpassing greatness of his love for me. He got his prayer answered because we love him because he, if that love doesn't go deeper, then we we will be, I'll say this, distracted by this natural realm and not overwhelmed by this new realm we've been placed into. And to start today, I want to share a scripture we all know. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Because I think we have a problem of enjoying God. Because religion does this, complicates and delays enjoyment with God. That's what religion does. Religion says you can enjoy him later. Because you did that, you can enjoy him later. It's like going to the airport and it says your flight's been delayed. Grace says your flight is now, so get going. Grace says you can enjoy. You're already in, so explore. And that's what I want to talk about today. That's why the kids are in here, because they know how to explore fun. Even when they don't know the rules and I play games, they're like, I don't care. Just give me a sword. I'll play. Where some of us have forgotten how to, how to fly, that we can fly in this realm called the kingdom, that, that we are, 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 I'll say it again. You are God's addiction. Fish were meant to swim and breathe underwater. You were meant to host the happiest person on the planet. You were meant to host this person called love who thinks no evil, who keeps no record of wrongs, who hopes in all things. And he said, I want to live in them. 
And I'll say it again. He already got it answered. He's not waiting for you to become that. He already got it answered when he said, it's done, it's finished. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, this is Amplified Classic. I'm going to pound you with scripture. I hope it hurts. If any person is engrafted in Christ the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature. Everyone say creature. Altogether, the old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new you has come. Passion translation. Now, now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished, vanquished, deceased. And we, and this is, behold, everything is fresh and new. And I need you to answer this in in your heart and don't pretend. Have you been enjoying the new you? It's no longer who are you, it's what are you? What are we? That Paul would be murdered, tortured to give us this word. Because he was a realm, he was aware, these, all these guys were aware of a realm they were exploring of going, oh my gosh, he's here. We should write it down and tell everyone. They were so overwhelmed by love that death didn't scare them. That our favorite scriptures in Ephesians, Colossians was written in a pit in a dungeon of a jail. Why don't you hear that in these stories? Because they were aware of a realm that a lot of us are just, we've forgotten. We're distracted. We're busy. Have you seen the movie Hook? It's a great picture of Robin Williams who was once Peter Pan. And he got so distracted by this natural realm of being a lawyer And he goes back to Neverland and people had to tell him, is that you? Until this chubby little kid goes up to him and pushes against his face and he's like, there you are, Peter. There you are. Some of us, we, we, we don't even realize we're meant to fly. We've complicated it. I'm going to tell you where you are right now. By scripture, I'm going to go through Ephesians and Colossians and I'm going to pound in you where you are. And then I'm going to go into how you can experience this. Everyone say now. Because that's why we're not experiencing things. We're, we're complicating it. Can I tell you something? I heard, I heard this and this is so true. The spirit of religion is the spirit of grumpy. <laughs> you want to know why you're grumpy? Because you're being robbed of enjoying the moment right now. Say that again. That's why you're grumpy. You're so distracted that you're missing the now moment of him going, I'm in there loving you. Isn't that beautiful? I'll say it again. The spirit of religion is the spirit of grumpy because you're missing the now moment. If you are here a few weeks ago, I've been telling you how I've been on a journey of just studying the mystics, these old saints that, that had phenomenal prayer lives and just... They, a lot of them didn't eat. They didn't get married. They, they were so wrapped up in God that I, I shared uh, three weeks ago how uh, this um, St. Teresa of Avila would take communion and she gets so wrecked she would begin levitating in front of everyone that she had to hire other nuns to pull her down because the priests were getting upset with her. Stop it. You're freaking everyone out. That's real. Peter was so overwhelmed that he was walking, that people were just getting healed the closer he got around with them. I'm going to quote Bill Johnson. You will always release the realm you are most aware of. I'm going to talk about this realm. and I'm going to pound it in this one scripture. Colossians 1.13. Colossians 1.13. This is what he did to you. And all you did was say, I do. Colossians 1.13, I'm going to start in the King James. He has, say has, has, delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son 
message translation. He has rescued us from the dead end alleys and dark dungeons. He set us up in the kingdom of the son he loves so much. The son who got us out of that pit we were in and got rid of the sins we were doomed to keep repeating. You want to know why you keep repeating things? You're aware of the wrong realm. You're aware of a realm that doesn't exist to him. He put you in another place. He gave you a new creation, something brand new. This is the Phillips translation. For we must never forget that he rescued us from the power of darkness and reestablished us in the kingdom realm of his beloved son. That is in the realm of the kingdom of light. For it is by his son alone that we have been redeemed and have had our sins forgiven. This is the Amplified. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, I have to keep reading the same translation or the same mess, it's the same scripture. If, if, if this one, you can, you can get lost for the rest of your life. Amplified. The Father has, as an already done, delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and dominion of darkness. Out of the control of the dominion of darkness. So if you're being controlled by evil, by feeling this cloud, I'm just going to say that you believe the lie. You got distracted. But don't worry, I got good news for you. So good news. Say gospel means good news. And transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. And lastly, the passion translation. He has rescued us completely. Say completely. From the tyrannical rule of darkness and translated us into, into, in. It's in, it's in. It's not there, it's in. Into the kingdom realm of his beloved son. For in the son all our sins are canceled. And we have the release of redemption through his very blood. Where you are sitting right now. Is you are in the realm of the kingdom. Which makes you this one word. And I said it in every line. Because this is the only way to move around in this kingdom. You are a beloved that is the foundation of you breathing, is you are his addiction, which makes you his beloved. That he puts you in him. We're in one. Everyone look at me. I don't understand it. One, I don't, I, I'm telling you, I, I don't understand it. But I'm learning to do one thing. Stop understanding and just start enjoying. The Bible said, delight myself in the Lord. Don't try to understand it. I don't understand wine, but I enjoy it. It goes good with food. A lot of us are trying to enjoy our understanding. Good luck. Don't enjoy the understanding. Just enjoy. You're one with me. I'm one with you. I'm the beloved, which means right now I'm being loved. So I'm going to start my thought process there. That is how Paul walked. And I'm going to share you my secret sauce. It's in Romans 6.11. Do you know what the secret sauce to going there is? How many of you worry today? Raise your hand. Honestly, honestly. How many of you worry this week? Can anyone tell me just real quick their thought process of how they got to that worry? Anyone? Would anyone share? I, I, I do the men's Bible study last night and, and I had them share. You guys don't want to share? Okay. Let me show you how worry happens. I asked one of the guys, how many of you experience worry? And he raised his hand. I said, let's go through the process. This is what he said. Well, I got an email. And then I thought, bye. <laughs> he said, and he goes, I got an email. And I thought, great. How am I going to answer this? How am I going to make this person happy? How is this going to end up? And I said, good job. You just discovered why we worry. What word did you say about five times? Say it again. I, I, I. Good job, everybody. We just discovered how worry happens. We should go write a book. They need to know. You're worried because of I. Wow. Crazy, right? Easy, right? My kids can get that. (laughs) Yahoo. (laughs) You just discovered why you worry. You started I. How did Paul start every... Ephesians and Philippians. He, he made me one with the Father. He transferred me into the kingdom realm. He loved me, and then I loved him. 
The degree to which you let him love you is the degree to which you will enjoy him. And your worry is a springboard into being loved. But this is what happens. This is what I've learned from Paul. This is the secret sauce. You ready? And in Romans 6, 11, he says this. Right after he goes on this, telling us this great news. For the death that Jesus died, he died for all of our sin once and for all. Which means none of you have a sin problem. None of you have a sin problem. It's an illusion. Because Jesus did a good job. For the death that he died, he died for all sin once and for all. And right after that, he says this, though. You ready for this? Here we go. Here's the secret sauce. Here's how to get it right now. He says this word. Consider yourself dead. Consider yourself dead to be sin. Which means, just, just, just consider this thought. Just consider this thought. He's with you. He's for you. He loves you. Because you want to know how worry happened? You considered the other realm. The thought came, and you considered it, and this is what happens. You will experience what you value, what you honor. A couple of weeks ago, I shared my story of when we got COVID. My wife and I got COVID, and the thought came, and I considered it, which is, what if I get it? Because we got it, Judah was just three months old. We didn't know what this thing was. And we just considered, what if I get it? What if he gets it? What if Judah dies? I'm a pastor. What are people going to think? I, 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 I. And I didn't even go to the kingdom realm at all. I did what I thought I should do when I went to Walmart. I bought every mask, everything possible. And we were sitting there holding our son like we were in an emergency room about to perform surgery. (laughs) And for the first time in our household, we felt darkness. We felt, we, we created the realm we considered. How many of you have ever worried so much that you saw it come true? Yeah. He made you in his image. As you think in your heart, so it is. So we considered it. And there was a moment where my wife was holding Judah going, this feels sickening. It feels yuck. It feels so wrong. So we just, in that brief moment, that quick second, we said, what if we just consider God is here? What if we just considered God is here and just begin our thought process that way? And as soon as we did that, all of a sudden, Holy Spirit started shouting us all the prophetic words over Judah. Who he is, what almost said, what Pastor Kathy said, what Leslie said, what all these things. And we're just like, what the heck are we doing? And we threw away every mask. Every, this is my story. Don't, don't copy. Don't, copy. Don't, don't do this. Hear my heart. I was moved because he moved me. His love moved me. If he's not moving you with his love, don't make decisions. I'll say that again. If he's not being moved, you've not been moved with his love, don't make decisions. In him, we what? Live. Move. Have our being. And he is love. And love does what really well? Cast out all fear. I considered worry, so now I'm in this realm of the natural of fear. But all it took was a second. I just considered, he's with me. He's for me. He cares more about this than I do. And we threw everything away. You want to know why you worry? You don't believe God cares about it more than you. I'll say that again slower. You worry because you don't believe God cares about it more than you. Which means this. You get to go deeper in how joyful he is for you. He's in there, that he chose to live in you, and I'll say it again, in his presence is total celebration. Why is he happy in there? Why is he happy in there? My gosh. Because he made you brand new. You're new. You're perfect. He's in there going, I did a good job. Just consider. Just consider. Just consider that maybe you're forgiven. Maybe you're fully forgiven, and you don't have to punish yourself ever again. You don't have to judge yourself ever again. You don't have to criticize yourself ever again. Because anytime you do that, this is what you're doing. You're going to this old man that Jesus murdered and you're going, fix yourself! Anytime you punish and judge yourself and criticize yourself, you're trying to fix something he murdered. When what you do is this, just consider you're in the new and start there. And all it takes is a right now. It takes a right now. And I've learned to do this. You ready this? By messing it, messing up every day. 
When I first became a father, my wife will tell you, I didn't know anger was there. I remember we were there, and uh, Rafa was there. He probably remembers, and, and Judah just threw something. When he, and I was just, and I, I, it just came out of me. No, thank you! Right? You were there. You know what I didn't do for the first time? I just, I, I usually go, I wish I didn't do that, God. And I go into this thing called repentance, which I think we've perverted this word so much. And I go, this is what we think repentance is. I did it again. Bad me. Promise I'll never do it again. That's not repentance. Repentance is I just found a place where I'm not perfectly loved. So why would I punish that instead of taking that moment to just consider, you still love me, don't you? And when I did that, he smiled. He smiled. My wife will tell you I'm not perfect, but that tone is not coming out anymore, is it? Worry, I'll say it again, is a springboard into considering he's your biggest fan. You don't know it. He's for you. Is this making sense? I'm getting it today, aren't I? You guys are so good. I'm used to, you know, people running up walls, and I usually have five minutes, and I have to put on Superbook. You guys want to put on Superbook? No, I'm just kidding. This is Colossians 2, verse 9. This is written in prison. He's accessing a realm that no one told him. He's just getting it from him. For he is the complete fullness of deity living in human form. And our own completeness is now found in him. In him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. I'm just going to skip down to verse 13. This realm of death describes our former state. For we were once held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected out of this realm of death. You ready for this? Never to return. For we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. Never to return because I'm forever forgiven of all my sins, which means I should never, ever, ever have the option to punish myself. Because I'm forever forgiven, which means I get his smile right now. And he gets to take me deeper. But anytime I punish myself, you know what I just did? Distracted myself from being loved by him. I just went like that. And unfortunately, this is what repentance we've done. We work our way back in, which means you have to keep yourself back in which you can't do. He puts you in. It's his blood that keeps you there. It's his love for you that keeps you there. Your obedience doesn't keep you there. His obedience for you keeps you there. You are saved by what? Grace. Where sin abounds, what abounds much more? His grace. One translation says his aggressive forgiveness, his aggressive kindness abounds much more. So instead of punishing myself, I had to surrender and say, you love me. I just, listen, I just considered it. Just like I considered, I did it again, and I'd go down that right. I was sick of it. I just considered, I just, and it was hard. It was hard. I just had to consider, you love me right now? And I just began a thought process into this realm of, you have no idea. And he started showing me images and pictures, and just like I once worried, I let him take me down that thought process. And I let him have me, ready? He took my imagination. And he put me into places and he showed me, from now on, you have to go through my smile. That before I punish myself, he says, you have to go through my my smile first. Then I'll let you punish yourself. I've never punished myself ever since. Here's what you do. I'll say it again. You just consider I'll say it again. How many of you worried before you got in the car and it took over and by the time you got there you were fuming or you were just like (gasps) here's what happened. I love you. See you at home. He's so cool. There's a realm we're not aware of. So I've been doing this with God and you must do it. That word consider doesn't mean to have a thought. It means to meditate on. Each one of you knows how to worry. That's meditation. Here's what happened. I honored the devilish thought, and then I began my thought process till it became real. Yes? So now I do the other way. 
I'll just sit and go, hi. This is how I do it now. It didn't start like this. But I would just take simple truths. You're one with me. I'm one with you. So I'm loved. And everyone look at me. It was hard. Do you want to know why it's hard? Because so many of us are spending too much time in the natural realm. We're like Peter Pan going, I'm a lawyer. And people are like, no, you're Peter Pan. You, you fight Captain Hook. You take lost boys on adventures. No, no, that's who you are. And he's like, no, I'm a lawyer. I use a phone. I use cars. And they're like, no, you fly. He's like, no, this is, I'm going to say it's stupid. When you begin this, how many of you actually started beginning this when I taught this three weeks ago, like this meditation thing? A lot of times it's hard. I'll tell you why. Because it feels stupid. Can I tell you what's really stupid? Worrying. Because that's scientifically proven what it does to the body. It ages you and brings you closer to your death. Where Jesus said, I've come to give life and life more abundantly. So you have to just begin that process of, I'm going to consider, you're for me. I'm going to let him take me on journeys. And you're going to, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you haven't been doing this, it's going to feel absolutely weird and awkward. That's because, I'll say it again, you've been in the natural too long. How do we get in the kingdom? How do we get in the spirit? You consider. Maybe Jesus did such a good job, I'm already in. (laughs) Which means you're happy in me because you love me. You're smiling at me. The reality of this, how many of you want to get Northern Virginia saved? According to John 17's prayer, it says this, they will see that you are one with him. They will see that you have been loved by him. The world will be saved by the degree to which you let him love you. Isn't that amazing? I'll say that again. The world will be saved not by faking evangelism, I'll say it again. 1 Corinthians 13 is very clear. You could have faith to move a mountain, but if you don't have the pure motive of love, the Amplified says you are a useless nobody. So what do you think the most important thing to God is? To be loved. You're a beloved. If you are a beloved in the realm of the beloved, I said it like five times, you're in this realm because of love. He placed you in the beloved. You're in the beloved son. You are a beloved, which means you should be doing one thing really well. Being loved. How do I do that? It's as simple as just considering. Maybe you like Abel. Can I be honest? I used to be addicted to something. It was this kindness that broke it. It was an actual encounter. There's a great movie. I did the Bible study every Tuesday. If you guys want to come, it's every Tuesday night. And we've just been pounding sonship. And... Um, one of the guys mentioned, have you seen Goodwill Hunting? Anyways, there's, there's a great scene that kind of just makes me think of where we're at. And it's, it's Robin Williams and Matt Damon, and they're sitting on a bench, and Robin Williams is a shrink, and Matt Damon is this punk genius kid. And he got on his nerves. And he's sitting there, and he goes, you know what, you, the cruel thing you've said to me, you kept me up all night. But then I had a thought, and I haven't thought about you since. I realized... You don't have the faintest thing about anything you're saying. And this is a genius. He's read everything. And he goes, if I were to ask you about art, you would tell me about every book you've written. If I were to say Michelangelo, you could tell me everything about him and the Pope, about the secrets, about his addictions. But no, you can't tell me. You can't tell me what it's like to be in the Sistine Chapel and to smell it. And to look up and see that beautiful ceiling. You can't do that. But you know everything about that ceiling. But you've never smelt it. You've never seen it. You've never been overwhelmed. And he says, if I were to ask you about war, you'd probably quote Shakespeare. Once into the breach, dear friends. But you've never been in one. You've never held your best friend's head as he gasped his last air in your lap. If I asked you about love, you'd probably quote all your your girlfriends, but you've never loved someone to the point where you love them through their cancer because you've never loved something more than you've loved yourself. And Matt Damon's sitting there realize, 
what we all should realize, we know nothing. There are realms and layers of his love for us that we need to encounter. Can you honestly tell me, can you tell me the smell of the fragrance of the Father when he forgave you? Can you tell me about his smile when he embraced you and says, you're fully forgiven. Can you tell me about it? Can you tell me about his kisses? Can you tell me about the heavenly realm? Honestly, don't, 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 don't say yes, please don't say yes. But can you tell me about it? Because that's where you are and you can get it now. But I think we've made, I'm just going to say it, this a little bit of an idol. Paul wrote this so that we could see it and then actually encounter it. We can actually encounter this realm where I'm being loved, where I get so overwhelmed by my love that I give him my everything. That he takes my whole life, that he takes everything. That the things I once loved, I, I throw them because his love was just so intoxicating. I had no choice but to abandon everything. As Paul would say, I'm now determined to know nothing except Jesus and Jesus crucified. In other words, who is Jesus for me and what did he already conquer for me? Which means what do I get to freely receive right now? Right now. Don't tell me you've been forgiven. Tell me about his smell. Don't tell me you worshipped him. Tell me about his smile. Tell me about the way he looked at you. Because that's where you are. He has you right where he wants you. Tell me. Tell me, tell me the, the, the intimacy you had with him. And I'll say it again. To get there, it takes one moment of just considering. Just, just consider it. I'll take one verse. I once who was far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. And I just begin my thought process there. Here's what happened with worry, by the way. You got intimate with the wrong realm. And you made a baby. <laughs> it's really easy. Just consider and you're going to think, it's just my imagination. He made you brand new and gave you the mind of Christ. You're brand new. Enjoy the new you. Stop trying to fix the old man. You can get it now. I told you I've been studying the old mystics, and one of my favorites said this. The divine will of God. The divine will, which is one with him. You're in him. And there's this dance of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's this love dance going on. He said the divine will is the endless abyss where the present moment is the entrance. That even as you sit here, I'm seeing some of you just close your eyes real quick. Yes. Yes. Do that more. The more you do that, the more you'll be able to do it with your eyes open. And just walk like Peter walked. And just radiate. That I'll sit in my car. And just have one simple truth. In me is total celebration. And I just let my imagination go. You know what's been happening? I, I, I've been seeing angels. I've been seeing things. I'm feeling things. Before I started meditating, I used to pray for Judah at night like this. Jesus, protect him. I pray he doesn't get sick. Keep him away. It was very defensive. Since I've been doing this, you know what my prayers are now? Have fun with him. Take him on adventures. Angels, I pray you tickle him. I pray that you just overwhelm him with how much you love him. And just, just explore with him in his dreams. You know what happened yesterday? I just started doing this. Yesterday, my wife calls me and FaceTimes me. And she goes, He's not, he won't stop giggling. And she showed me, I'm not lying to you, he looks so high. He couldn't even talk. He was just like, ah, ah. And she, and she was like, Abel, he's doing this all day. And she doesn't understand it. Everyone look at me. It's going to surpass your understanding. Don't understand it. Enjoy it. I've been doing that every night now. I didn't tell my wife until later. I was like, I've been praying like this. I do it every night. I pray for you every night. Before it was very defensive. Keep the darkness away. Now it's like, no, we're in, baby. We're in. Explore. Go explore. You're a beloved, Judah. You're already a beloved. Go explore how much he loves you. Angels, be there.
Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. We have already come near to God in a totally different realm, the Zion realm. For we have entered the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. We have joined a festal gathering of myriads of angels in their joyous celebration. Everyone's partying but us. I'm not saying you're going through stuff. They all died. But they're they're aware of a bigger truth that's more real in the spiritual than it is in the natural. So the natural doesn't phase them. The natural phases us because we're unaware of the realm we are in. Which is your his addiction. He got his dream come true. I wrote this down and I want to say this. And I know I said it already. Raise your hand if, and honestly, actually don't, you don't answer. Just, just, how many of you have ever had fun with an angel? I'll tell you why not. You don't honor them. You don't value them. To get the snowball, I honor the snowflake. So I've been finding these moments where I just honor that little moment of, you love me. And I've been doing this more and more. It's, it's expanding the way I, I've never felt before in my life to the point where I, I, I go to the gym without earbuds. I was talking off of this. I can't wear earbuds anymore. I can't wear music or anything. I just, I just have to work out and sit there and go, hi. <laughs> and, then I, and then I talk to people. Because through which I'm love, I can't help but radiate and love people and go hi. I was at the DMV yesterday, just smiling to people. <laughs> Your God's dream come true. <laughs> I used to do normal things because I considered the worry, and every now and then I would get joy. But now I'm, I, I feel like I'm getting better just just considering He's one with me. Where last week I've been, I work in the yard. Um, where I live to help pay rent. And I have to be in there every day. And every time, every now and then I get moments of joy. Where this meditation thing has caused me to the point where, in these moments of joy, sometimes I would just put on earbuds and play Bethel or play a teaching. Where now what's been going on is I I can't listen to anything. And this past week for six hours, I pulled weeds just going, you love me. I'm one with you. And he took me on a journey. After five hours, it was I, 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 the things I saw. I, I, I just, it just, I, I'm exploring. I'm just exploring. I have no. Can I, I'll say it again. I don't know what I'm doing. But you're here because you're like me, and you know there's more. You know that when Jesus said all things are possible, you're saying, I somehow believe that's true. That's why you're here tonight. And I'm saying it's easier than we've made it. I'll say it again. I don't know why I keep sidestepping to you guys over here. He's, he's having his being. Someone needs this. The endless abyss of how much he loves you. That entrance is the present moment. So just consider. What I mean is this. You're going to be distracted. So when you find yourself distracted... Don't punish yourself. Don't go, oh, no, just go, oh, wait. I'm one with him. He's one with me. And I just, ready, begin. Jean Goyan, another mystic, said this. To explore the fullness of God, there's only one requirement. (laughs) Begin. (laughs) As if in, you're in a buffet. The meal is set, which the Father has prepared a feast before you. My job is to feast. Colossians 3, you're in feast Flood yourself with heavenly realities. Have you been feasting? Have you been enjoying new realities? Are you flooding yourself with his love for you? Honestly, have you, have you just considered it? Just, 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 I'm just going to have a quick thought about it. That's all that is. And the more you do that at the beginning, I'll say it again, you'll begin to honor it, and then he'll lead you down this trail I'll say this. Um, one guy I really like says this. The degree to which you enjoy God is the degree to which the mystery will become natural. It's all dependent on, are you enjoying him? 
Are you enjoying where you are? Are you enjoying Ephesians 2, 6, which says God has you right where he wants you with all the time in this world to shower grace and kindness upon you? Because saving is all his idea and all his work and had nothing to do with you. He's the maker and the savior. And all you have to do is trust him or consider it. Just maybe he's holding this whole thing together. Which means this, I'm going to have to let go of how I think it should look. I'm going to say this again 50 times, which means you're going to have to let go of how you think it should look. Because you don't know. I don't know. I, we don't know. Everyone say it. Just, just, just say it. Let's practice. I don't know. The greatest thing you can do in the morning is say, good morning, God. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> Teach me. Some of you are living on past meals. Why? When you got a fresh one this morning. Psalm 23, we all love it, right? He prepares a feast in front of you. He guides you. He lays you down. It sounds like you don't do much except lay there and like get fed, doesn't it? it sounds like I don't do anything. Somebody's like, oh my God, you love me. <laughs> are you doing that? <laughs> or are you distracted? Are you considering the other guy? I'm done. Does that feel good? I want to read one last scripture. And it's Ephesians. Because it was this scripture when we were in the men's Bible study going through um, Ephesians 3. This is Ephesians. Um, find my paper. Ephesians 3. Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm seeing numbers, Pastor Kathy. Oh, no, they're letters. <laughs> No, I'm really, it's like, this is cool, man. Oh, oh, he's happy in you. I think we're all going to get to heaven and be really, we're like, whoa, you're this happy? This is not what I signed up for. I really feel that. One of my favorite scriptures is Deuteronomy, it's Deuteronomy, I think it's 28, where, where God says, because you didn't serve me with joy and gladness, because I provided everything, you're now going to serve your enemies. <laughs> I think we're underestimating the serious business of joy. Even science is proving what laughter does to the body. Have you heard the father laugh? Don't, can you tell me about his laugh? When he looks at your problems? Just as David looked at Goliath going, oh, no, 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 you're not fighting me. <laughs> I'm not coming against you in my name. I'm coming against you in the name of the Lord. You're dealing with big guy. Sucks to be you. <laughs> in fact, I only brought my toy with me. <laughs> Can you tell me about his laugh? Honestly. Then you have exploring to do. You have considering to do. You have to take time out of your day and just sit down and consider things that he's highlighted. I know a lot of you in here, which you're in the word, which is great. Now take it to the next place. Consider it, that it's actually real and now. I'll say it again. The present moment, which means as soon as you come, oh, wait, I got distracted. Oh, (laughs) I'm one with you. Honestly, this is what I do. I'm one with you. You're one with me. And you're smiling. And that's how I begin my thought process. The scripture that, Pat, that, that we always say, the Colossians 1, where it says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. To me, that means this. Christ in me, smiling. Which means the degree to which I can experience his smile is the degree the glory will come out of me. He makes me go through his smile. Why are you alive? Do you think he's grumpy about you? Because you wouldn't be here. Honestly, just simple thoughts. Maybe just consider what David wrote. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God, that they outnumber the grains of sand. I've got to find the scripture. We've got to get out of here. Are you guys good? How's everyone doing? I'm going to read two more scriptures and we're done. I feel, I feel good. Holy Spirit's released me so I can go home. and I encourage you. I'm just going to... I can't find my scripture. Hold on. Oh, I found it. Write this down. Ephesians 3, verses 16 through 19 in the Amplified. 
May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling in your innermost being and personality. May Christ, through your faith, actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on what? Love. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience, say experience, of the love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves. The love of Christ, in my favorite part, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Wow, that's a homework assignment. So go be loved. I love the giggles. You girls can giggle. You're just partnering with heaven. The biggest thing I've learned being a children's director is I have to let go of how I think it looks. And it's hard. But I consider this. Maybe, just maybe, there's angels in here surrounding them. Smiling at them. Playing with them. Judah will sit in his room sometimes and just go, Jesus. And we're like, behave. (laughs) He's here. (laughs) Two things. Can you show the picture? I'm so sorry, Evan. I didn't even do my thing. I'm going to give you a visual because this is how I teach men because we're visual creatures. (laughs) I'm just going to show this quick picture and we'll get out of here. That's you. Next slide. He puts you in him. Next slide. He puts you in the Father. Next slide. And he puts you in the realm. That's where you are every second of every day. He has you right where he wants you. (laughs) Your homework is to be brave. One more slide. I'm so sorry. There's one more? Was I wrong? There it is. I'll say it again. The technology or the thing how you move in this realm is you have to be a beloved, which means you're being loved. That's how you move around in there. You're one with me and I'm being loved. When I yell at my son, I sit with him and I'm being loved. Because faking it ain't going to work anymore, right? I mean, if you faked it and you're just getting madder and madder. I'm calm. Look, I'm patient. No, 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 no. It's not by strength. It's not by might. It's by his spirit. But you have to just honor it and let him in. So everyone say the word consider. All right. Everyone close your eyes. We'll end with this. I'm going to read the scripture to you. This is Psalm 62, verse 2, and the passion. I encourage you to go home and feast, drink, smell, inhale this truth. 62, verse 2. I'm going to read in the passion. I'm reading this over you tonight. For God alone has become your Savior. He alone is your safe place. His wraparound presence always protects you. For He is your champion defender. There's no risk of failure with God. So why would you let worry paralyze you even when troubles multiply around you? He is your defender. You are not to defend yourself. He is your champion defender. So why would you let worry paralyze you? Can I get a wow? (laughs) I love you guys. I, I, I have to say this with seriousness now. You have to go explore. If you don't explore as the beloved, nothing happens out there. They will see that we are one with him and are actually enjoying it. So just consider. Amen. 
Holy Spirit, we just thank you for tonight. (laughs) Thank you for who you are. That your dream came true and we're one with you. And I don't have to talk loud. Because you're so close. We come to you saying we know nothing. Tomorrow when we wake up, we say we know nothing. And we just say, teach us. Take us deeper into this realm. Help us consider what you see, which is you are for us and not against us. That you are love and perfect love cast out fear. So just help us this week as we learn to be the beloved, which means we are being loved. Help us be loved. Amen. Love you guys. Please go explore. Uh, I have to say one last thing. I swear, one last thing. I, I said so many things. Sorry, I do this. Careful with this. Careful with this. What happens when you start scrolling? If, you, if you're one of these people and you find yourself going, I'm not where I need to be, and I start comparing, you are being robbed of your present moment with him. I'm serious. Because now that I've been going with God, this is getting less and less with me. Just saying, I, I'm in a new realm. <laughs> So why would I be, I'm not, I'm not saying this is evil. It might be, I don't know, it's between you and God. But this is between you. You have to, what does it say? Guard your heart. If you find yourself scrolling, put it down. I can't sleep with this anymore, and I don't have to. You want to know why? Because I get to go to sleep in him. <laughs> Sorry, I swear I do. <laughs> so do you. So maybe tonight, how about if you're used to this, maybe just put it down and just consider, just consider, He's loving me right now. And then put your head down and then just start a thought process that way. I've been doing that. And for the first time in my life, I'm having dreams. I've never been a dreamer. Never. Kristen remembers all her dreams. I'm like, I just woke up for the first time. And he showed me this dream the other day where he called me his cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah, I was at a cinnamon roll cart. And I'm like, well, I'm in, I'm in this line. And he's like, because you're in my cinnamon roll. And I'm like, <sighs> and you know what he said? Because you're simple and sweet. Isn't that awesome? That's what he said to me. Yeah. Just consider tonight. Okay? Love you guys. Watch this. Okay. Good night. (laughs) Good night.